It's official. One Shining Podcast is back, and I am your host, Tate Frazier. And as March Madness begins, we're covering everything from Selection Sunday all the way to the championship and beyond. We're going to have great guests that are coming through on the show. And look, if you're a friend of the program and you're already subscribed, you don't have to do anything. OSP is back. It's going to be right back in your feed. And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all in one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com backslash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com backslash RG. This episode is brought to you by Sonic. Fuel up for game day and any day, really, at Sonic for a limited time. You can get the new $1.99 Sonic Crispy Tinder Wraps. And trust me, you don't want to miss out. A crispy chicken tender and bold flavors like hickory barbecue and cheesy Baja. Crisp lettuce and melty cheese that make the perfect bite. So go get yourself some TLC, some tender love and chicken. And buy a $1.99 Sonic Crispy Chicken Tinder Wrap today. Tax not included. Limited time only at participated Sonic drive-ins. What's up, everybody? We are back, finally, uh, with another episode. It's been long overdue, but we've had uh, just a couple weeks in between, I think, our last episode. It's been some time, Pasha. Definitely. uh, It's been, I think, three weeks since free agency. Yeah, free agency, and then uh, I was out with the NBPA program working that, and then we had summer league, and then I went on a... I usually take a vacation once a summer, and we did that uh, with my fiance. so it's been... I've been kind of like just out of it. It's just, I, it feels even weird being back home and being even yeah. on this pod right now. There's so much to talk about that I don't even know where I'm to excited, go. Or I'm like, excited. <laughs> All I've, the only time we have spoken, the only times we've spoken is when you FaceTime me, the timing, obviously, like time zones. Yeah. You're hitting me up and you're having like the time of your life. And for me, it'll be like, you know, Tuesday morning. And I'd be like, uh, and you would, I would, the jealousy would be. No, the screenshot, the screenshot we have of me, you and all of our friends on a FaceTime and everyone's just like happy and smiling and like, whoa, look where he's at. Yeah. Your face in the background was just like, this guy looks just. (laughs) No, obviously, listen, I'm happy for you. I know, I know. You deserve it. Look at this guy. Yeah, Yeah, I'm over (laughs) here eating Chipotle. You're over here eating crepes filled with champagne. I don't know what's going on over there. Need to take it easy on it. <laughs> no, listen, you look refreshed. Happy to have you back. Yeah. Uh, we didn't run into each other in Summer League, though. We were there different days. No, we didn't. I, I was there f- Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, but I was out Saturday early morning. I actually had a blast, man. Was just there really networking, meeting people. Uh, been working a lot this summer for ESPN, as people know, um, and really trying to dive into that more, especially with 
the recent news, they've let a lot of people go and they're kind of looking for new talent and a new acquisition. So just trying to get my feet in that water. Um, I think the only current player that does like heavy media in terms of being on TV and doing a desk is I think with Turner Sports is Draymond Green. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into that in a, in a <laughs> second because sure. he's he's got plenty uh, to say. But um, yeah, I'm trying to do the same thing essentially for ESPN uh, and feel I can and I uh, feel like that'd be a great partnership. I love Malika. I love Richard. Uh, have a good rapport with them and it's been fun doing it. So just trying to continue to build that out and grow and just take it step by step. Uh, for everyone that's listening that's never been to Summer League, I want to explain to them what it's like. You're walking through like the win or an encore, the lobby, and you just see everyone affiliated with the NBA, players, yeah. former players, executives, coaches, and they're just out there everywhere. For a basketball fan, it's there, it's like you're yeah. heaven. I'm I'm shocked there's not more fans that just hang in the lobby. Yeah. If you are a fan of the NBA, like if you ever wanted to meet a certain NBA player, all you have to do, honestly, is book a ticket to Vegas the first weekend of Summer League. You don't have to stay at the Wynn on the Encore. I know that's pricey hotels. Mm-hmm. You could stay anywhere for that matter. And then just go show up and park your ass in the middle of the fucking lobby. It's crazy. In the Wynn on the Encore and sit there. Play some 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 poker, whatever you want to play, just to buy time. And you'll just see every one of your favorite players just roll through. Everyone. And you, I mean, they're easily approachable. You can just go talk to them. I mean, with the exception of like a LeBron James or something like that, I think anybody else you could just go right up to and talk to and say hi. Right. I went to Earth Cafe for a little smoothie in the morning. I see like Tom Thibodeau and like Rick Brunson having a little powwow. Then you go, then you go downstairs, you see like Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge talking. And you're just like, what? This is just, it's, it's a basketball fan's heaven. Yeah. I feel like all my friends that are obsessed with basketball. Yeah. They should just book a ticket, go. It's really cool. The atmosphere. And then the games this year were packed too. I feel like they were more packed, obviously, because of Wemby. Yeah, I think Victor brought a different level of excitement. Yeah. Um, and then with the NBA con, you know, that giant globe that yeah, they yeah. built out there. I the mean, sphere. I think it's really smart that NBA is kind of planting their flag in Vegas. And I think it's interesting because Vegas has an NFL team, but it's not an it's not a, it's not a football city. It's right. a basketball city. And yeah. we've had our summer league there far before they even had any roots there. And it's just, bro, our summer league is bigger than, I tell everybody, forget all-star, forget all-star, forget the all-star break. Summer league is way more cooler than all-star. Well, also with the cities they pick for all-star lately. Yeah, have been, like, and I'm not trying to hate on the Utah's. No, but like, you want to go to like Indianapolis uh, all-star or do you want to go to Las Vegas summer league? Not only are you going to see all-stars, you can see all your favorite players. You can see the guys that aren't going to be at all-star weekend. You can see for sure. the coaches and the GMs and the assistants. And it's more with their guard down. Like all-star is such a like transactional event. Like, the guys are there and you have to do your charity work and you have to do this event. And you got to shoot your, you know, photo shoot for this. And guys are in mid-season. So a lot guys of guys are, are there yeah, guys like, are this is their they, break. Yeah, that's their break. Like, Half of them don't want to be there. Right. The only ones that really want to be there are the ones who are in the all-star game. And they only want to be there for the game and get out. They don't want to be there at all Friday or Saturday. Exactly. That's why the dunk contest and the three-point contests look like what it looks like today. Um, everybody goes to summer league, though, especially the first weekend. It's summer. People will kind of get the itch to miss being back in the gym and see everybody again. You go work out. You go play pickup. And then everyone hangs out at night, goes to dinners. It's a huge networking thing. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I actually I haven't been to Summer League in like four or five years. It was really nice to go back and, and, and work and um, 
do some stuff. There's some, there's great. definitely some energy there that you can't really explain, right? Like you haven't been there in a while. You went there. You're, it's no, just, you just a buzz you, there. Yeah, yeah, there is a buzz. You wake up first. Like you don't even want to be in your room. Like you, yeah. get, you get up at like eight or nine. You're just like, I know stuff's going on. And you go out, you go down the lobby and everyone's down you there. You can't walk five steps without running, no, without into, running into somebody. First off, there's no creep mode there. You can't creep around in Vegas. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no sneaky links. There's no, there's no, uh, you gotta be careful of how you move. A lot of young players make that mistake. They'll like go out, get hammered, and like stumble through the lobby. Which, listen, I'm not making fun of anybody for going out and getting drunk in Vegas. That, that's what everyone does. It's Vegas, but uh, you just got to be careful how you move, just because every single person will be in that lobby. Right, like you're not coming back, and like nobody's not going to see. And you. And the NBA talks, and and they. It's a high school. Yeah, it's a high school. There's gossiping yeah, going on yeah, left and right. It's a huge high school, man. Everybody gossips and and tells a you know stuff about each other. And like high school, a lot of it can be just perception or not true. You could have one bad moment with one person. Yeah. You could be having a bad day. You could have just gotten bad news. You could have just had a whatever, you know, and then you have a bad instance with one guy and that guy goes and tells another guy like, yeah, I was just with Austin. He's good. He's an asshole, man. That guy did this, this, and this. And now that guy's like, yeah, I heard Austin's a dickhead. Da, 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 da. Now two people know. Now three people know. That's, that's it's. I, I can't tell you how many negative things I've heard about other players or myself that you just like end up scratching your head and you're just like, what the hell? And then so that rumor goes around and then what happens is when you meet people for the first time, they already have this, they've already heard about you. Preconception. You're starting the conversation down 10 already. Yeah. And you have to spend the first 10 minutes working your way into, okay, we're back at sea level. Let's yeah. see what he's like. Yeah. Like you're, you're playing exactly. from behind. When you meet I mean, the, look, look, at, look at DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. This guy did a whole interview where he's like, I feel like the whole world hates me and my goal this summer is to change that narrative. That's crazy. Uh, and I'm just like, bro, your, your goal should just be in the fucking lab, bro. Forget, they'll love you if you play well. Uh, yeah. If you would have dominated or made life difficult like Jokic, like you did the series before when we played y'all. When I was in Denver three years ago, when we got swept by Phoenix, Jokic played well, sure, because he's going to play well versus everybody. But DeAndre played fantastic the whole series played with tons of effort and actually made it as difficult as I've seen someone make it difficult on Jokic since I've probably, you know, over the past four or five years since his dominance has really like gotten to this level. Aiton was the best person to guard him in that series. And everybody had great things to say about Aiton. That's when people were like, yo, Aiton's Supermax, Aiton's this, Aiton's that. It was the following years after that where like people kind of the extension issue. The extension issues and him and Monty. And then there's instances yeah. we see him and Book getting into it and now the media does what they do. You know, they're going to they're gonna poke and, and come up with narratives and stories. And, you know, now he's he has a, it did look a little weird out there at times. It looked like he was a little lackluster a little bit last year. Maybe he's frustrated with the yeah. situation. So just because of that one situation, now everyone, you know, it was hard on him. And now he's like, oh, people hate me. It's like, bro, no one hates you, man. And also, no one even really knows you. This is time to embrace your role. First of all, you got your money. So check yeah, that out. Yeah, that's, that's now the, you're, yeah, now yeah. you're a team with three potentially Hall of Fame players all perimeter players, they need you. Like they, 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 they're all interchangeable. But you're the guy that they need. You, they like. So it's just. Like, I think it's a perfect role for him to. I mean, let's say if they're they're title contenders like we all think they're going to be. He's going to play a huge role. In it. He, they, he has to play. Yeah, he has to play, and he has to play well for them to win. Right. There's just the, the best team in the West right now. Their best player is a center. Yeah. That right off the bat, and the only guy that I've ever seen. I don't want to say slow him down because no one can really slow down Jokic by themselves. But the only player I've been able to see that like can guard him like reasonably well and like actually like give him some problems here and there has been Aiden at his best. And you told me Dwight Howard. 
Dwight Howard did. <laughs> Dwight Howard did. Bro, Dwight Howard used to guard Jokic very, very well. Yeah, you know he had those comments the other day about Jokic too, which was interesting for sure. And I think a lot stems from that, but yeah. Uh, really quick, Dwight Howard. I just I feel bad. Like, I feel like people look at his career and they don't really realize how good he was in Orlando. Uh, yeah, people forget. But I think that's with so many players before Instagram heavy era. That's true. Those like highlights and Instagram reels and everything, they live forever. And then you'll see that random on Twitter, like minute highlight of Dwight Howard was a beast in Orlando and it's all these crazy blocks and dunks and it'll like, you know, it'll circulate. But yeah. Yeah. You'll see, you'll see like one of those montages where like, don't forget that he was really good. It's like, don't forget. Prime Mitch Richmond was a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And like, you have like eight, 16 year olds like, man, who is this guy? He can play. You're like, bro, this this guy's fucking Dwight Howard, bro. Yeah. Like people forget, like Dwight Howard when he was at his peak, like best best player at his position in the NBA for what? for a while. Oh yeah, long time. Dominated the NBA six seven years at least. Multi defensive player. He was like a supreme. And I'm not and listen. I love Rudy Gobert, but he was like a supreme athletic version right. of Rudy because Rudy's really good, but he's nowhere near in the realm of like a Dwight Howard in terms of just like athletic and physical strength. Prime Dwight, ability. yeah, of course. Prime Dwight, prime Dwight, of course. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's um, it, it's interesting, man. So that that's that would be my advice to circle back to Aiden would just be to lock in and get in the gym and just, bro. If you play well, they'll love you. That's just Absolutely. the reality of the fans. And you're bro. winning. Winning cures everything. No, winning and playing with effort, bro. If you play, if you play hard as hell, man, like fans will love you. Yeah, you know. So, um, so what do you think about Wemby's performance? Obviously, he had one bad game, one good game. What are your yeah, thoughts? Was, What's your takeaway on that? He was one and one. It's hard to really say he didn't play well because that game, I mean, bro, I'm there covering it. I did the pregame show and it was just, it was a circus, bro. I've never seen a summer league game like that in my life. And I've seen the Zion game. I've seen, I was there for LeBron James's first game. I was seven, I was eight or nine. I was there for that too when he got dunked on by the guy in the Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Britton Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was in the Magic Arena. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I went to that game and that was a different level too, because that, that was when, you know, that was the only game they put in there. Everybody else had to play in the a little rinky-dink magic. Well, no, uh, so Dwayne Wade played the game before that. And I was like, oh, he's going to be good. Like, I, like, that was like my <laughs> little scout. Like, I'm young. I'm thinking like, Dwayne Wade, great pick. For yeah, the great Miami pick for Miami. Yeah. I think he might be solid. It's going to work out. And then like, yeah, the LeBron game against the magic. I remember that for sure. That's he was, just, always he was just a man amongst boys already at 18. It was, it was unreal. Insane. But, uh, this game was different, man. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. He, uh, it just seemed like uh, there was too much going on. And, th- and then the Britney Spears thing that happened right after that didn't help. It's a weird welcome to America moment. Uh, it's fucking nonsense, bro. <laughs> it, first off, he had his back to her. He didn't even know who was t- trying to grab him. Yeah. Yes, the security did handle it wrong. You don't ever put your hands on a woman like that. or like. But he act- it, it was the Spurs security, right? It wasn't his own personal. I don't know. I don't okay. know. But regardless, it's not like Victor told them to do it. He didn't even know it was yeah, he happening. Didn't go, he didn't go... And it is taking Yeah, like, he was walking back. He was right. walking the opposite direction, didn't even know what was going on behind him. So he just thought of some fan. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not like he sees Britney and thinks that's Britney Spears. No offense to Britney. She don't look like the Britney Spears, I'm sure that he grew was up. Was he watching. even alive when when she was, you know? The ironic thing about all of this is that, and again, I don't think any woman ever deserves to ever get her hands put on her. Right. But she got hit. And the only thing I could think of when that happened. Was her hit song "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time"? Okay, that's. I don't know if that's gonna make the pod. <laughs> <laughs> that is. It's a, Wait, I mean, that's that not, not a, the most ironic thing. Was that, that not a s- New York Post headline? That should have been a headline somewhere. Title of the article: "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." 
But and then she came on the video and she was like, I, "Did you see? She made a video like last week." No, I'm not watching those videos. She was like, well, I, I, "I have yet to I see her. She's I, spinning around, yet, dancing in like a very like frivolous outfit." No, it's a, we, it's a weird, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's, weird it's, thing that she has going on now. I don't know what it is. I'm happy for her because I know she got like her freedom from her parents right. from her financial situation. So right. whatever, whatever. This is we're getting way off topic with Brittany. But no, for sure. No, the uh, she made a video last week apparently saying I've yet to get an apology from Victor. It's just like, bro, what? You might want to keep waiting. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. What if the first off, no one cares anymore, man. Yeah. And the reason people don't care is Victor had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It was just people guarding Victor, and he was walking the opposite direction. It's not like he gave the order, like you said. It's not like he gave the little <laughs> handle this. Like, bro, you 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 ran up on him yeah. and tried to touch him, thinking probably because of your celebrity that you can just approach anybody that way. Mm-hmm. And I, you know this because in her video, she's like, I've been in places with the Backstreet Boys and Justin and this and this and. But that that whole thing is just like, bro, it's just relax. Yeah. So this kid has all this in his head. The circus, the cameras following, bro, the amount of cameras and people that were following him, it, it just looked unhealthy. Yeah. It looked unhealthy. It made me think like, man, this is like- Basketball is the last thing probably. Yeah, like, bro. Yeah, yeah, now he's supposed to go perform with all and this he, going he on. He said it after he got done when they shut him down. He goes, I'm so thankful that this is over. Yeah. He's like, I just want to go to San Antonio and just go play basketball. Sounds like San Antonio is the great play, a great no, place. No, no, it's for perfect him, for him. Yeah. Like it's just like a, it's a it was a shit show, man. I mean, he's walking around. There's 50 people, cameras, and following him. And Victor, do this. Victor, Victor, do this. And Victor, interview, 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 interview. And then they're like trying to drag this Brittany. They made it way bigger than what it was. Yeah. This is the, on the eve of the game. He come. He comes into the arena, and like the crowd is going insane. I mean, there's electric in there. I mean, he is crazy to even see, though, in person. Like, his height He is stuff. the freakiest thing I've ever looked at in my life. His <laughs> body doesn't even genetically make sense. Yeah. It's like, it, I've never seen anything like it. He looks like a regular height, heighted person stretched out. Like, it yes, looks, it's it, crazy. It doesn't look... He doesn't have, like, the... Yeah, he's not like Zach Eady on Purdue walking yeah, around. Yeah, like, it's not, like, long legs and, like, a long upper... He has, like, a, his legs are, like, tall, but his upper torso, it's like someone grabbed him. And just stretch Armstrong. Yeah, just just like I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like taffy. It's like yeah. a taffy body. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like one of those little things that are like blown up at like the, the car car dealerships yeah. that like wave around the air. Like he's built like one of those things, right. and he can move functionally. He has coordination, um, and that's what I took away from the game. I didn't take away the stats. It was like I said, there's too much going on for this kid to play well. I don't think anybody would have played well in that game, maybe other than LeBron James, and that's just because LeBron James's game style was just so ready for the NBA. At 18. For sure. But I don't think anybody with the exception of LeBron would have played well right away. And I try to remind people when well, I... the second game was really... No, the second game he played great. Yeah. You know, he bounced back. I mean, he missed that last shot, the one-legged yeah, to yeah. win the game. But that's another thing, too, with the shot, shot selection for me. If he's going to score in the same way, let's say, like Anthony Davis scores, Anthony Davis every game gets at least 10 points of easy just little layups around the rim. And I don't want him just being this perimeter, no, thinking he's KD. I want exactly. him to get those 10 to 12 easy baskets. And then, you know, then you can shoot your threes and get to the line and everything like that. But I definitely want him to get easy points around the basket. I just feel like no one wants to see him out there just handling no, no, the ball. No, no. My first takeaway from the first game is he shot like seven or eight threes. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, this is not, first off, that ain't happening with Popovich. I can promise you that right, right. now. And it's just like in today's NBA, where it's a guard heavy league, we don't have a lot of dominant centers in the NBA. We don't. That's why Jokic is just at this point unguardable. We don't really have anybody to guard him. Yeah. Um, I, he would 
he's going to feast down there. Picking, rolling, running the floor, around the offensive glass, just hanging in the dunker spot, not to mention his post-ups. He's got to get stronger. That'll happen. He, yeah. Obviously, he looked a little unbalanced. Every time he caught the ball, someone no, was pushing, no, no, they're up pushing on him. him out. He couldn't even get in the post. And you know, Summer League always has on every team one of those guys that was like center in college, trying to make a roster spot. Your Quincy Aces of the world that are just going to be pushing and being strong as shit. And yeah. they were obviously going to be like, this is my moment. I'm guarding yeah. the number one prospect. And that, that was what I noticed game one. I was like, he's got to put on weight. Yeah. Um, because this I mean, is. You just called him Taffy. Obviously, he needs to put on weight. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's, got, he's got to put on some weight. Um, he couldn't even get around the basket. Like he was right. just pushed out, pushed out, pushed out. As soon as like this guy puts on like 20, 30 pounds, it's going to be a wrap. Yeah. Because his the, the, what I hung on from the games, because after game one, everyone was like overreacting. Like, man, this is the guy you're saying is the next Jordan. Well, first off, even MJ. Well, actually, MJ was pretty dominant his rookie year. But like, you know, you look at the Kobe's and 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 Giannis's and and Jokic or whoever, any of the great players, everyone takes a couple of years to, to get going. Sure. There's only a handful that go right out the gate. I can only name a couple off the top of my head that I've ever seen from his rookie debut, like just on go. Yeah, like Tim Duncan was first team All NBA his rookie year. He played four years in college, yeah. and he was on it. Was joined to a same, great franchise. Same, same, with, same with Damian Lillard. Yeah, Damian yeah. Lillard is one of the few players that I've seen from day one as a rookie. I'm like, yo, this dude is a straight savage, bro. Like he's a pro, bro. He was dominating as his rookie year. I mean, his yeah. first memory, yeah, like 28 versus Kobe. And Kobe was like, yo, this guy's a real deal. No, for sure. But he's also a guy that went to college for multiple years and like had experience. You know what I mean? So this kid is extremely young, extremely talented. And unlike all those guys we just named, they're not 7'4", man. You know what I mean? Like his coordination and his ability, like it just is going to take time for him to catch up and get there like anybody would. So I always tell people, I'm not care i don't care to be impressed by him at age 18 i i want to know what he's gonna look like at 24 i want to know what he's gonna look like at 23 yeah you know i want to know what he's gonna look like at 28 can you i mean just think how good this guy's gonna be in six seven years because he has i mean he had one move bro the first game he hit like a crossover and then did like a no look pass and then you, the whole crowd was just like yeah i've never seen anything like it because we have it yeah. you know what i mean and i know there's like bowl bowl but like they're just two different types of prospects and players. And yeah, I mean, the Magic just waved Bobo. Yeah, they had yeah, him on, yeah. On, for the minimum next year. So you know, uh, it's uh, it's interesting, man. I'm, I was really impressed with him, and I was really impressed how he handled it, man. He, he handled yeah. the media, his and interviews, surf. and everything. He seems no, super he, he sharp. I don't know on. if it's like a, a European thing. I don't know what it is, but it seems like he's been groomed. No, he, he he's going to be a star. Yes, he he's going to be. You could see it, and he he has his head on his shoulders, and the fact that he's just like, yo, I'm glad this is over. Like a lot of these little trendy fucking new basketball players that come in the league, bro. Like, they love this shit, bro. They love the camera. They love, they want as many Instagram yeah. followers and TikTok and this, this and that. And listen, I got no problem with that. Handle your business. Get your money. But like, Victor just seems like he just wants to play basketball. He's like, get me to San Antonio. Yeah, get me to ASAP. San Antonio. Get yeah. me in the gym and just get me the fuck out of the way, bro. Like, because yeah. I know the draft from that to, the, I mean. I mean, his season ended right before the draft. Yeah, he's just been abused from the media. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I mean, it's, it was a start. I've never seen anything like it. But I remember in the back before he went out, there's like 200 people around him. Like, it looked like he just, I don't even know what was going on. He's like, he's like a this prize is a, fighter about the come out. frenzy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this, man? So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he handled it well. I'm happy that he came back after his first game and really played well. Um, I didn't really care how many points he scored or what he did. I, I just wanted to see his talent and see the way he moved. I wanted to see Defensively, he was already, I thought, he's a problem. He is a problem. Yeah. Uh, and I, I wanted to see, you know, how he was 
walking around. I wanted to see how he was in the timeouts. I wanted to see how he was on the bench. I wanted to see his body language if he missed a couple of shots. Like, and everything for me was extremely impressive. Um, he's going to be a star. You mentioned Damian Lillard. And the big story since we've last spoken is Damian Lillard obviously has requested a trade specifically to the Miami Heat. How do you feel about his legacy after years and years of being like making fun of people that joined super teams, leaving? Remember he told Paul George you're running from the grind and talking about how loyal he is. Do you think he's erasing all of that right now with how he's how he's handling it, specifically only wanting to go to one team after he, you know, he's under contract for the next few years and everything? Um, it, it's interesting. Like you said, he went from being like, you know, the poster boy for I'm going to stay with one team and poster boy for I'm going to stay with one team, write it out. It's not about winning rings. You know, you can't just judge somebody off winning rings. You can't just erase all the things they do in a season to being, I don't want to come back here and I'm not playing anywhere unless it's Miami. Yeah. It's just like the, the script flips. So I don't know. And what his agent saying, I feel like other teams shouldn't get him. He like won't play basically. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. And the reason I, I say that is just because regardless of how good of a player you are, man, the NBA is not. It's it's a privilege, and if you were a free agent, then you could choose where you, you were going to go. Right, that's the business. Yeah, but when you're not and you sign a deal, man, that's part of the business, bro. If you get traded somewhere, like you got to go play, man. You know what I mean? Like for sure. The whole and this started with like James and Ben and all these guys doing this shit. It's bad for the league. This is why our CBA deal that we just signed, and I don't even want to get heavy into that. That thing is don't even get me fucking started right. on that deal that we got going. Because it's top heavy. That's why you're seeing all these teams right now. With you, either make fifty million or two. It, it's the most lopsided contract teams. I, I mean, it, it's a joke, bro. I can't tell you how many mid level guys are signing for vet minimum around the NBA. It's it's laughable. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just it's a scary dynamic when you when 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 stars start acting like this. Um. And I'm not a big fan of it. I got to be honest with you. And I'm a big fan of Damian. Uh, everyone knows. I mean, I've had so many battles with him. I've been in many playoff series against Damian. And he's probably one of the hardest players I've ever had to guard in my entire life. Everyone knows the clip where I had to like pray to God when he missed that shot. Because uh, that's how good he is, man. Like, you just got to hope he misses sometimes. Uh, but I don't, I don't like when stars do that. Because it's just like, what does every other player do? So because you're a good player, like, you just don't have to show up. Yeah. For me, it's it's specifically picking your team. You could want out. People want out. It's been happening for ages. Um, Specifically picking what team you go to really handcuffs the Blazers. The Heat's best asset is Tyler Hero. The Blazers do not need Tyler Hero. They have a bunch of guards. It's just it's it's a it's a messed up situation. It is a messed time. But that's why they're trying to make it a third team. You know, take forever. It's going to take some time. And you even saw the Portland GM come out and say. If it takes months, it takes months. So then Dame's not going to play though? So that's my thing. It's like, so now Damien's just not playing? That's just the bad Which luck. would suck not only for Damien, but for, like for fans and guys who want to watch him play, whether you're a fan or a peer like myself, I love watching him play. And like, he's getting older. I don't want to, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want him to waste, waste any wasting. years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I really do hope it works out. Miami would be incredible for a guy like him. I mean, if they can even just keep him, Damon, Bam, you can build the rest out. You can build the rest out. Yeah. But if you're able to keep that as like your nucleus, um, it just fits one, three, and, and essentially a four, five, whatever you want to call Bam. Today's days, he's both. He would be great there, um, but it is hard to picture him not playing because he's such a hooper. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna sit out. Yeah, he's. I mean, a, you, you can't go from the most loyal guy in the NBA to Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you're yeah, gonna. Yeah. He's gonna play. Yeah, I don't. I me seeing him not play is just impossible for me, just because he is. He is. He's like an advocate for just wanting to just hoop. Yeah. 
yeah. which is why he's lived in Portland his whole career. I mean, if this guy wanted like the show, he would have left Portland years ago and demanded a trade and been in the Lakers or the Heat or wherever he wanted to go. But, you know, he's doing this now and I hope it works out. Shit, I hope it works out for my sake. Because he's him, him not him doing this has kind of stalled a little bit of a lot of teams. Right. A lot of teams are like still trying him, to James Harden. Yeah. All these, you know, so now you got teams kind of seeing if they can get him or three. Now a third team's involved. So this team's Absolutely. not making moves. So like there are so many talented free agents right now that are kind of waiting to sign myself included um, because like they're kind of waiting for this deal to get done. So hopefully it, yeah. it does get done sooner than later. Um, that would be dope. Let's talk about him. If, and when he's on the heat, um, are they your favorites in the East? They would be one of mine, yes. I could just imagine. I saw, I, I mean, I saw I they lost Gabe Vincent, but just imagine well, and about, Max Struess. How about Paul Pierce saying that they wouldn't make, they would probably wouldn't make the playoffs or they wouldn't get out the first round? I mean, Paul Pierce is going through his own stuff. Well, what so what, like, what, what an absurd con- <laughs> I've never seen such a talented basketball player because people forget this is how you know he says so much nutty shit. He says so much ridiculous shit that people now remember him and i'm say people i say young players young people for this shit yeah and don't even under, like people have no idea how good paul pierce was like you'll see it like when he like compared himself to Dwayne wade and people are like oh that's a joke listen Dwayne wade is a better did have a better career as a better player but it's not like some fucking like yeah it's not some like long shot yeah like paul pierce was an absolute stud for the celtics for sure and he played the majority of his career for the same team until he got you know a lot older but he was dominant with 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 Boston. Yeah, and people think about the Boston, obviously the 08, you know, Celtics teams. He took, you know, those early 2000s teams. He was the best player on a team that went to the conference finals. Yeah, against yeah. the Nets, and yeah, he's he's had a he's yeah, people forget. Great how, yeah, people forget really. You know, I like the gate too. Rookie year, he was good. And I I was very fortunate like to see that because otherwise I probably would be in the same boat because Paul wasn't like a really flashy player. Yeah. So like his game just really kind of goes unnoticed, especially by the youth. And people don't really understand how good Paul was. So, like, for someone to be that good, to say comments like Eric Spolster as your coach, Jimmy Butler alone as your wing, Damian Lillard as your point guard, and Bam as your as your four five, wouldn't make the playoffs. Like, bro, are you out of your mind? Well, I just it doesn't make sense. They just went to the finals, Why and he's just like you're adding lost, Damian Lillard. They lost all those key players. Those are the same key players that you guys didn't value at all a year ago. Yeah, and there's been a consistent consensus like that Miami finds guys that people don't see a lot of value in right. and are able to plug them into situations where they can be valuable players and show them they can play. Yeah. And then they let them get paid somewhere else. And then they go get paid somewhere else. Yeah. Because they get paid. Some of these guys get got paid like ridiculous money. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's get into free agency. I think the Lakers did a really good job. Lakers did do a good job. Resigned D'Lo. Um, for a good, for, yeah, for, for, good. for a respectable contract, right? Got Gabe Vincent, got like that for for another respectable contract. They got him for eleven after he started in the finals, right? I like I like getting Austin Reeves for bro. I, I, I unbelievable. Austin, <laughs> first off, we were trying to pump Austin Reeves up over here. We pause. We were over here trying to <laughs> we were trying to like you know get his bag up. We were over here talking that you know we thought he was gonna get like a 70, 80, yeah, possibly even ninety, right? I mean, you talk about Duncan Robinson, a lot of other guys who have gotten eighty, ninety million dollar contracts. Yeah, Austin Reeves, I thought was in that wheelhouse, and you know he got to fifty, which again, it's fifty million dollars is a shit ton of money. Is it a, is it a hometown discount? Like it is? I mean, not hometown, but it is, is it like it's a, a Lakers, Lakers discount. discount. Like you want to play here, you know, we'll give you fifty. You can go get seventy if you want to go play for the Wizards, but yeah. you can get you can get fifty if you want to play here. 
Right. So I think essentially that's what it was. And he made the smart decision. Don't ever chase the money. Yeah. Chase the situation. That's my advice to any young player. Never, ever, ever, ever chase the money. Chase the situation, man. That's in every aspect of life and even in business. Don't chase the money. Chase, chase the best situation. The money will come. And I think that's what he did. He took less, or I don't know if he took less, but whatever. He took $52 million, which is still an obscene amount of money. And he's going to go play for the Lakers. And he's going to be a huge piece. And he's going to continue to grow under LeBron James and Anthony Davis and that whole franchise that they have, a storied franchise over there. And his name is likeness, what he'll make off the court. He's got his own Chinese shoe. That's all Lakers. That's all Lakers, bro. Yeah. If Austin Reeves played for the New Orleans Pelicans, I promise you, he wouldn't have his own shoe for, in China. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. And that's no slight at, at, at him. That's, that's every man. Uh, obviously, it's You saw the market of like where Kuzma was at when he was in LA and, that, and like now he's with DC and like you don't even hear about him. I mean, you just saw, and he obviously signed big money too because he's a good player, but it's just different markets and a player can't really control a market unless you're like Giannis level type shit. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, so I thought the Lakers crushed free agency. Yeah. They also had Torian Prince, Jackson Hayes, Great uh, Cam Reddish. Great picks. Who's one of those players I think if like, they had the best so free agency. Yeah. They had the best free agency. Okay. They really did. And I think the Lakers are in a position now with LeBron James and AD there after coming off of, people forget like they went to the conference finals last year. Yeah. No one thought they would. Like, Everyone like talked about like when they lost, like, man, y'all got swept. But the Lakers went to the conference finals still. Yeah. They were a joke in the beginning of the season. And, and they the conference finals is a To turn around man. and do that yeah. is insane, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got to give your, your 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 hat off to them. And the fact that they're able to re-sign the key players that were part of that that charge. And they lost then, Schroeder. Um, they did lose Schroeder, who was they, big. They got Gabe Vincent, who's like, probably a little more steady. And what they need is He's more steady than a shooter. Shooting wise, he cannot guard the way that Schroeder guards. Yeah, Schroeder was an absolute havoc on the defensive end in the playoffs. Yeah, he was great. Where did, he, where did Schroeder go? He went to Toronto. Yeah, it's just like an, that's just the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> like, what are you gonna? I don't even. They know. lost Fred VanVleet. <sighs> All right, let's get into the Rockets free agency. I've been dying to talk to you about it. What what's going on? What, what do you what do you think? It, it reminds me of uh, and okay, so Dylan Brooks, eighty million. I didn't know he was going to get that. I'm happy no that he got it. Happy for him. I didn't know he was going to get that. Everybody's making the China jokes, and this guy just gets a bag. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Go get your money. I, I want every player you, to get paid. You said it yourself. Guys are either getting the max or they're getting minimum right now, and yeah. somehow there's a pocket where he got you know twenty million. Nah, Houston gave it to him. That, 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 that's where you get. You want to know who who does this? Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Houston. Houston paid this guy eighty million. They paid Fred. How, what, what did Fred get? Oh, it's crazy. He's getting like 40 something a year, bro. Yeah. Holy shit. And I actually, not love, so, and yeah. I love Fred too. Fred's got game. Fred's got game. Yeah. He can really hoop. I, 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 the reason I was confused by the signing is because they still have KPJ there. They have Jalen. They just drafted a Thompson They just drafted player. the Thompson twin along with the other guy, um, Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitmore. So they have all these wings and guards. They're just going to be a weird team of young players, old players. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But a lot of them are high-volume scorers, man. Yeah. I mean, this is a bunch of guys that like to put the ball up. Fred Van Fleet is a great player. I, I, he's a good player. He's so a they're really trying, good player. when you make those signings, you're trying to compete? Who's I don't kind of, know. Who throws that much money without unless you're trying to compete? No, that's what I'm saying, but I don't know what it, it does. But they're not going to compete. Yeah, that's what, it's not a good, it's, it, it's, like a, it's like a free, it's like a fantasy basketball team, but not a good one. So do you think you keep Jalen Green? 
You have to. He's a focal point. Jalen's a focal guy. Focal point. We got the Van Bleets. You're just drafted the top. Well, Fred Van Bleets. Jabari Smith was, I thought, was the best player in summer league. He played two games, scored 30 both games. No, no, no. Jabari, Jabari Smith's the player they got to build around. Yeah. I, we forgot about Jabari Smith. He's around with Shangoon. People are saying they should build around. They should run the offense around. No, 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 no. The Houston Rockets. It, wait, mean, wait. Is this my a good God, problem to bro. have? They have so many players. No, it's so many players at the same position. Who are they competing with when they when they were like when they gave him eighty million? Who was who was offering him anywhere in that realm? They did. Who's? I don't. No one. No, I don't. There, any other there wasn't even talks of him. Get, it's it's pretty crazy. Too, and like, I, like I said, I'm happy, and I will say eventually he's underrated because the people are blaming you know the Grizzlies yeah, yeah, losing yeah, yeah, and yeah, blaming yeah, it on him. Yeah. It's not his fault. He he got a lot of hatred because he, he he ran his mouth way too much, and we all know that he was he yeah. was out of pocket. He went out LeBron James, and but I love his his his. I like Dylan's dog. I like that he goes at any star. I like that he don't ask his, the you know the, the stars. And if he I, didn't do that. I don't know what he would be in. There. No, like, I don't, he exactly. Needs to, he that's, needs that's that. part of yeah. who he is. It's, and by the way, it's the same cloth that you know the Pat Beverleys and Draymonds of the world do. By the way, right. you know what I mean. You just got to be able to back it up. Pat doesn't have to because his game doesn't require it. He's not a guy that puts to put up numbers. Yeah. So Pat Beverly is able to kind of go out there and talk crazy to people because his only job on the court. It's just a guard and just cause mayhem. Yeah. He don't have to go out there and score 16, 17 points a game. So it's a little bit harder because when Dylan talks a talk, he's really got to back it up. You know what I mean? And the same with Draymond. Draymond doesn't have to score 20. Yeah. Draymond has, but you know, Draymond's a different level because he really does back it up. But whatever the case may be, it's just strange signings. When you look at all these signings where you get you see one guy go for minimum and then you see another guy go for a certain amount of money, there's no rhyme or reason there's i think there's no consistency with it there's nothing there's no correlation between how good you are and how much you get paid it, no 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 no. It's, I, I told some of this the other day i have never seen the nba have so many players in the nba that are barely good enough to be in the nba or not even in i i there there's so many guys who are getting paid money that like you're like bro what is and this is this is and again i'm not gonna say no names because i'm not we're not into doing that here we're not gonna ever slight somebody we could talk about contracts and yeah. Why, we're, why they're larger than what we thought they were going to be. But at the end of the day, me and you both come from basketball backgrounds. We, we're both happy that everyone gets their money, man. I oh, want sure. all these guys to make 100 to $200 million. I want them all to eat as much as they can, seriously, because yeah. the owners are making much more. I'm just saying the NBA right now, in terms of like making sense, it doesn't. Yeah. And you're seeing a lot of players get some of these contracts and a lot of players not getting contracts or getting a certain contract, you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Why is this guy worth 70, 80, and this guy's worth four? Yeah. It, is, are you saying this guy's 60 times better than I him? I mean, you just said it with uh, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess. You said yeah, it. Yeah, like, uh, Gabe Vincent was like the key player in the finals. Max Struess was, no offense, but he had a... Well, if, did you, if you, anyone watched the Lakers-Grizzlies series, would you think that Austin Reeves would make less now annually than Dylan Brooks? Then point it taken. Exactly. So it's like, there's no rhyme or reason why someone gets a certain money anymore. That's my problem is that the money does not reflect the player anymore. And there's always been guys who have gotten overpaid or gotten a contract too big. That happens occasionally. And those are the ones that everyone remembers. Yeah. You can't even, this won't be a thing anymore. You know, in the past, you'd be like, the worst contracts of all time. And then, you know, this guy's name will pop up and this guy's name will pop no, up. No, it's gone. That's gone anymore because there's no rhyme or reason why anybody gets paid anymore. I, I don't know why. Dylan Brooks makes $30, $40 million more than Austin Reed. By the way, it changes all the time. When Michael Porter Jr. got his big deal, I was like, man, this guy misses a lot of time. He's apparently has all these back issues. Then he wins a title. He's the third best player on the team. And I'm like, man, that's a good. That's great. Everything's going really well fourth, for him. Fourth best player. 
Aaron Gordon's more important. Aaron Gordon's the third best player in the Denver. And I love Mike. Mike's the homie. Yeah. But and I'm not saying that because offensive talent, just for what Aaron does fit wise for Jokic in terms of him being in the dunker and the lobs in the past and defensively what he did last year in the playoffs, he's he's one of the most underrated players uh in the league, in my opinion. And Aaron is it provided extreme value to the Nuggets. I think he was the third best player in that team last year. But for yeah, sure. your point taken though. Yes. What do you think about them? Losing Bruce Brown, which I get it. They're not going to pay him that much money. Let him go. Bruce, Brown, Bruce Brown's much. making twenty something million dollars a year. Yeah, they they couldn't pay him that much money anyways. Let him go. But they didn't. Add, they haven't added any pieces. I think he Justin does. Holiday. I think they're just hoping. I like Justin Holiday. Yeah, but they're not. They lost their sixth man. Um, yeah. And what they did with their money was they re-signed Reggie Jackson. I think it's two year ten. Which is so strange because they, they didn't, didn't even they play, didn't play him. him. And they only had one spot to pay someone more than minimum, and they gave that money to Reggie Jackson. Yeah, it's just who they're not playing. And he was like, I mean, I, he was ready to get up out of there, man. Like, you could just see it on his face. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, it, maybe they use him now. You know, I get they're going to have to now. Yeah, or they're hoping that Christian Brown steps up into well, the Bruce Brown his, role. His, his minutes are going to go up. They yeah. love him there. He played well as a rookie. You would have to imagine that he's going to be a focal point for their their growth in the future and stability. Yeah. Um, yeah, they weren't gonna pace Bruce Brown for two years forty. Yeah. I'm happy for Bruce because he deserved it. He 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 fucking balled, and he balled all playoffs. Yeah, he balled in every single series. Did you hear what he said about the Timberwolves team that you were on? He said they would give him the hardest. It was the hardest series we had throughout that run was the Timberwolves. And that's you know it's crazy he said that because I'm watching these playoffs. And I'm like, God, we were just unlucky to get Denver first round. Yeah. Because like we would have beat everybody. And Jaden McDaniels. If we had Jaden McDaniels. Nas Reed. And Nas Reed on our team. And, it, and they said that was already the hardest series. And you were missing two, and two huge, of our yeah. huge players. Yeah. Like, you know, that's going to be a team that everyone's going to look that are sleeping on right now. I know everyone gives a hard time to Carl, which we can get into his comments. His comments. But, but, but we got to get him back on the pod. If he's going to be talking like that, we got to get him back on the pod. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm glad you brought that up because. It'd be interesting. I, I would like some feedback from the fans. I don't even know how we can do that. Maybe through our Twitter, people can DM us uh, or, or message me back. Maybe we, could, we can do like an open talk on Twitter or something. We are creating an Instagram page and Twitter page. We've been slow to do that, but that's all to come. Um, I try to get guys on the pod and have good talks. And we try to make sure we protect them. Yeah. Because... I don't want guys coming on the pod and us putting stuff out there for click and bait. And then them regretting coming on. And then regretting coming on. And it seems like, and I like Pat Bev's pod, but like, bro, you, you go on there and these guys are just saying stuff that are, are great. He's, Pat's doing his thing. He has a great pod and he has guys going on there and he's getting views. But like, Carl's comments. Yeah. Draymond's comments. And we'll, I want to get into Draymond's comments because that's sparked up of a feud that we I thought was over. You know, Jordan Poole's on a different team now. It, 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 yesterday, yesterday was insane. You could say that it ruined the Warriors season last year before it even started. And now you're already starting off the next year talking about it, creating drama. Like, let it go. It's in the past. Okay. Uh, let's take a break and we'll come back and get into it. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes... You know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. You want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away? Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. 
So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash RingerMBA. Just go to Indeed.com slash RingerMBA right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Sonic. Fuel up for game day and any day, really, at Sonic. For a limited time, you can get the new $1.99 Sonic Crispy Tinder Wraps. And trust me, you don't want to miss out. A crispy chicken tender and bold flavors like hickory barbecue and cheesy Baja crisp lettuce and melty cheese that make the perfect bite so go get yourself some tlc some tender love and chicken and buy a dollar 99 sonic crispy chicken tender wrap today tax not included limited time only at participated sonic drive-ins all right let's get into it the draymond stuff jordan Poole, jordan Poole's dad it's I, I just can't believe we're still talking about it and for draymond didn't she you admitted that it hurt your season last year with the Warriors and your chances of repeating. It's so strange. He so starts talking like that. Back into yeah. Why are you, why, first off, he's talked about it, bro. He's talked about it so much. Yeah. And I know he has his own podcast, so that's part of his job now. And I, I listen, I got a lot of respect for Draymond, but he's brought up this Jordan Poole situation. Jordan hasn't said a fucking thing about it. He, he, he let it go. He posted some gunner lyrics. But that was after everything. Do you like that? Has, that I knew it was I just gunner. like of all rappers you're posting like, <laughs> and I like Gunner too. I'm a fan of his music, but yeah. uh, you know, he's not exactly the guy that you'd probably want to be posting right now. Okay. With everything being going on with that. Um free thug. Uh but uh we it's just it's 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 he goes on Pat's pod and he's like he openly uh, apologized during the season. He's like, you know, I never meant it to go that far and Things happen. But if my parents saw it, this and that, I know how they would feel. Yeah, I know how they'd feel and all these things. And I apologize. And I apologize to his parents and this, this and that. And then he goes on the pod and goes, obviously, I didn't hit him for no reason. Because after a time, I think he's like, well, there's a reason. I, like, you got to start yeah, defending yourself. Yeah, Over like, time, you defend yourself. He's like, exactly. And he's like, you know, I didn't, you know, there, and I do understand what he's saying. He's like, bro, he didn't just say one comment. And I just snapped and punched him. He did snap, though, on a fake KG quote on Twitter. Did you see that? But it, the, the annoying thing is it was a fake quote. Yeah, it was a fake quote. And then Twitter it, needs and to I clean love, that up anyways. K, K, KG's response was just like, bro, was, KG could have came back with some, like, real fire on him. He's, I think he's matured. But exactly. He's wisdom no, under no, his no, no, belt. no. I'm really impressed with KG's, like, mature... I mean, he really was just like, bro. He was like, bro. Fake tweet, Elon, fix this. Yeah. Like, it was just thinking, I was like, I'm not dealing with this right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, Draymond, I think, was just really defensive right now. I think he's just, cons- people, that's all people talk about. When he you- got his deal. I, you know what I mean? That was a big thing, right? People yeah, were like, like, you got paid. paid. You, you got paid. You, you, you got stayed your on your team. Yeah. You got your core back. You got all the players that you won with. You, you, you got everything that you wanted. Like, why are we talking about this again? Yeah. If Pat Beverly brings it up in the pod, be like, hey, man, you know what? It's crazy what happened. Um, it's still something I think about all the time. I wish, like, man, I wish I could have handled that differently. I'm sure he wishes the same thing, too. Um, Jordan's a hell of a talent, and he's going to crush it in D.C., man. So, like, at that this point, 
at this point, like I'm just ready you do to do PR. That was yeah, right. <laughs> at this point, I'm just ready to move on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so now, it's like, bro, what, what, what are we doing here again? What do you think about Jordan's dad? Kind of here's okay. I'm gonna take two parts of this. As a parent, I understand it. Someone fucking sucker punched my kid. I don't want to smoke with him too. And I'm, a year later, still talking about, still it. talking about it. And then goes on and said, obviously he deserves. You know, he said some man to man. Now, if I'm someone's dad, I'm like, listen, bro, you got a problem? You could come see me. Yeah. So I respect it. The whole apology thing to him. Draymond don't owe you no apology. Yeah. Okay. Your son's a grown ass man. He lives a grown ass life and he makes grown ass money. Yeah. He was talking that shit, which he was. You can see in the fucking video. By the way, in terms of who put hands on the other person first, Jordan shoved him. Yeah. Well, I think he got with Draymond closed. Yeah, he got closed. Okay. He closed the distance. He closed the distance on him. He still, still shoved him out the way. And as soon as you put hands on someone, it's time to put your hands up. That's, a, that's, that's rule number one. I would never go up to someone and shove them and be like, yeah, especially. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, well, that's why Jordan Clarkson always has his hands up. He always has the Dukes up whenever he's getting into it. <laughs> very- he needed the JC stance as soon as he pushed him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Plus, personnel is everything. Like, bro, know who you're pushing. Yeah, you're not pushing Steph Curry, who would like probably push you back or like look at you like, bro, what are you doing? Or just get you kicked off the team. Yeah, with, yeah. Have you with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he'd get yeah, you clicked he'd off. Get the you the wim- he'd get you the wimpy uh, back slap. Security comes through. Security guard coming out of the building. Yeah, they, that, you, you push Steph Curry, you probably hoop in Alaska next year. But that's that's here nor there. <laughs> he pushed a guy that is known to be a hothead. Yeah. And I, listen, I know Draymond does his thing, but Draymond led the league in techs. Draymond usually is upper in the league of leading the league oh. in techs. He's a very high emotional guy let's call him intense i've had so much dialogue with this guy if you say one comment with him it's the rest of the game with him bro he'll just be on you he's also posted on instagram in support of you too i have no problem with Draymond. i like Draymond. i'm just keeping it 100 right now i mean you would love him on your team yeah I, I like competing against him too i think it's fun bro first off i have nothing but respect for Draymond. we've already made that clear yeah he's a hall of fame career yada 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 that's why i said the whatever part i was like i respect Draymond. Whatever. I don't want to go into like why I respect him. It's obvious. He's a Hall of Fame player. We came in the same draft class together. Both been in the league for 11 years plus. Uh, this guy has a Hall of Fame career. Of course I respect him. And besides that, like I actually like the guy. And me and him actually have like a rapport. We're not close friends or anything like that. But every time we see him, it's all love. It's all respect. I got nothing, nothing negative to say about Draymond. I'm just keeping it a fucking hundred right now. I'm also looking at the people from the outside. I'm not in that situation. I don't play for the Warriors. I don't know what exactly was said or what actually happened. I'm just observing all the information and data that I have, just like you. Let me get into some rapid fire with you. Go ahead. First question. I want to, I've been wanting to talk to you about this. USA team, I know you are like very underwhelmed by the roster. Obviously, all good players, but they're missing like the Durants, the D-Books, like the big names that have kind of helped us through the years. Um, and Team Canada was just announced. And... I'm just going to go through Team Canada's team. They have Shea, Jamal Murray. They have RJ Barrett, Lou Dort, Dylan Brooks, Kelly Olenek, Kelly Olenek Dwight Powell, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Corey Joseph, o- o- O'Shea Brissett, Kevin Pangos, and Zach Eady. That's a that's a top-to-bottom like NBA roster. Yeah. And so you know who's on Team USA. Brunson, Edwards, Mikel Bridges, Brandon okay. Ingram, Jaron so Jackson. Listen. Do I think we have an underwhelming USA team? Yes, I do. Do I think we're going to win? Yes, I do. You think, but the backcourt of Canada is like, I think it's the best backcourt you could put together. Shea and Jamal Murray is an insane backcourt. They, they, they definitely have the best backcourt. 
But and you throw in like defenders like Lou Dort and Dylan Brooks, like in the, when someone's going off, like you're gonna throw Lou Dort on. If Brandon Ingram's going off, no, 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 it's gonna be it's gonna it. be a good game. Either team could win. Yeah, but everyone's like, man, Canada, they're coming up. We got the best. We. <laughs> It's like, bro, we don't even have our, our this is like our C team, man. Like we I know, but that's not their fault that the USA is No, 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 I know this, but everyone's Who's like comparing Canada versus USA right now. So it's, it's not even a fucking comparison. If you wanted to throw Steph and LeBron and our guys in there, we'd beat the shit out of everybody like we've done every year. Did you see last Olympics when I think it was right after the Bucks won the title? You know, we played, you know, either France or Australia, one of those teams, and they needed KD's like he had to step up and make he over had, and over again like big time that shots. Fuck, he had to carry. Yeah, he carried that fucking so team. So you don't have that, and your best players. You know, we, we're a big Anthony Edwards podcast. We love Ant. Ant. Like Anthony's your best if player. If him and Brandon Ingram are your two best players, they are their best two scorers. That they're going to have to like lead you. If you're, if you're second quarter and you're down ten, I do feel they I, have to. Who's, what's going to happen? I feel Jalen Brunson is going to dominate. Yeah, FIBA. He just has that type of game. He's going to dominate. He's such a crafty little guard, bro. Like yeah. him down there. He's just going to, you know what I mean? Like he's just going to be just doing this, this little footwork, just maneuvering around his little. I mean, Jaron Jackson's a really good big for FIBA too. He I is. Mean, he's a great, yeah, yeah. Defensive player of the year. Could be, you know, Versatile the floor, on yeah. both sides of the floor. Uh, I still have USA favored. Yeah. I, when I say under, when I say it's one game, like Shea could go off. Juwan Murray. Could, I mean, these. No, no. RJ Barrett could go off. Like, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Canada can beat him. Yeah. And if they had Andrew Wiggins, and that's what's, be a real that's what's interesting because, but here's my thing: Canada's got to prove it. They had a, a, they didn't have this roster, but they had a pretty talented roster last summer. They didn't even qualify. Yeah, so they, they got to get guys that are going to play together. Yeah, and another thing: USA usually has. I mean, problems. They, added, if they had Wiggins. They'd be that'd be even that'd be a problem. USA usually has problems with teams that have been together forever, like France. Those guys have been playing together for twenty. years. Yeah, they're years. just like Australia, throwing this ca- Canadian team together. Yeah, yeah, so this is they're kind of the same boat as USA. They're yeah, kind of they're in the same boat as the USA. Same amount of like pros. USA's roster still is better because their bench is better than can can like listen. I like Kevin Pangos and all these other guys. These guys can play. They're not Tyrese Halliburton, okay, and like yeah. you know Austin Reeves and the other guys that they have on this team. They don't have those level of professional basketball players on their bench. Yeah. With that being said, they do have some really good pros and in an NBA game, in a must win game, in a big game because you know they're going to meet up at some point. You're only playing seven, eight guys anyway. So it doesn't matter who your whole fucking roster is. Right. Your game's not decided by the, the yeah. who's your ninth best player versus my ninth Yeah, your ninth best player better. Are we going to be Shane playing yeah, better than exactly. Anthony Edwards? It's going to be Shane. By the way, Shane Anthony Edwards. What are you about to say? That's great. <laughs> who do you, I mean, I don't hate to do this. I always do this with you, but who are you taking the rest of their career? Shane or Anthony Edwards? Anthony Have Edwards. I asked you this before? Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I asked, I asked your dad that one time. I forgot what he said. Second hand, man. Yeah. All right. Next rapid fire question. That was good, though. I can't wait to see it. It would be a good game. We're not going to, you know, right now there's a dead period, obviously no basketball. I think the, what TBT is on right now, but I'm excited for FIBA. So next question for you. Are you, as far as non-basketball activities, are you, are you as good at anything as Steph Curry is at golf? This guy has been unbelievable. I'm that, I, I, I'm, we were like talking about it, me and your sister. She, it's, why is he so good? I don't know, but this is what I'll tell you. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah. it's annoying I don't like yeah. I, I'm, no no I'm, and this is full hater mode right now let's hear it I'm, I'm a full hater for the next 15 seconds let me go it bothers me how good he is at golf yeah he's like a fucking scratch pro I, you know what I think it bothers golfers that he's that good at right. that golf you're, you're the best point guard potentially of all time best shooter of all time and you're doing this and you're just like going out there hitting hole in ones and shit and like you're just you're competing Long against putts. other pros winning tournaments like bro 
And he just does it so naturally. Even when they handed him the fucking ball and he launched it and he just cashed it and just casually walks away. I'm just like, bro, what is this guy? It's 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 I hope we look back at it 50 years. And like from he now, has like, he has like good work ethic. It's not like great. It's a fact. <laughs> no, Steph's like in the gym. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. He, he he works. But there's like crazy work ethic, guys. There's guys that are like the ninth man on a team that like live in the gym all day. That's what just goes to show you how much of the game is mental. It's not just about you living in a gym. Like well, so Steph, a Steph's question. confidence in like ability, his hand-eye coordination is obviously what it is. It's just, I don't, it bothers me how good he is at golf. Yeah. To just narrow it back to that. All right. I watched those highlights and I didn't press the like button. <laughs> I got my burner account and I'm one of those guys in like the IG comments like, get this, why, why, why isn't he in a gym? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 he's incredible, man. He's incredible. He's, yeah. he's, he's a, have uh, you noticed that it's, it's quarterbacks, it's pitchers, it's shooters. They're really good at golf and other like hand-eye coordination. They things. are, but they're not. Tony Romo's won that tournament before. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. True. Uh, you know, I'm friends with Johnny Manziel. He's, you know, he's quarterback, obviously not anymore, but he's he's like a really, really good golfer also. Yeah. There's something, I don't know, there's something to it. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely like Ray Allen. Ray Allen, yeah. Yeah, like all the guys who are like really good shooters and marksmen. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, when he won that tournament, like the clips of him golfing, everyone in the comments wasn't like, like the previous years. We're like, oh, Steph's a good golfer. It's now becoming like, what isn't this fucking guy good at? And why is he so good at everything he does? And why is he so good at fucking golf? Like you could have been a pro. He, bro, he, a, if he put all of his time to work on his golf game all year round, he could go play in the PGA Tour. And it's also, uh, he's just super likable, man. Like his approval rating has got to be the highest. First off, his- I've never seen him get dripped out in my entire life. And some photos just came out the other day where he's walking around in New York and he's like designer down and like has some shit on. I'm like, what is going on? Hey, listen, he's won the titles. It's time for him to enjoy it a little yeah, bit. No, he's, yeah, no, he's now finally starting to enjoy the fruits of his labor, it looks like a little bit. He's starting to get out to see him at the Drake concert. He's sitting on stage. You know, he's had a drink in his hand. He's, I'm just like, I like this stuff though. Yeah. He's, he's, he's kind of- Be a little human. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like a little normal. Be like a little normal. Like like like, yeah, it, feel, it feels weird, bro. Like, I'll be honest, man. Like I'm pulling up to the game and like, or one of these guys pull up to the game like a Rolls Royce or a G-Wag. And like, this guy comes in like a $50,000 Tesla. And you're like, this guy's made like eight times as much as me and he's about to drop 40. And I'm like, <laughs> we got our jewelry on and my Rolex on or my nice wall. All of us walk in and everybody's so dripped out and this, this, and that. And this guy just like walks in with like his little express jeans and fucking like Tommy Hilfiger shirt and shoes and just casually walks into the court and everyone likes him. Just gives 30, 40, making like five times what we all make. And just goes back home. It's just like it. it I could see how it'd make you mad. It'd just be like, what the fuck, bro? Can you? Can you? Can you? After the game, you're going back in your roles, and you're like, like it's, I don't want to be in it no more. I, I don't want to drive it anymore. I don't feel like I deserve it. I'm just like, you're calling your Tesla Tesla dealer. No, 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 like, <laughs> Tesla. I'm calling fucking Volvo, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, I step, I'm just like, come on, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, just can you a little bit be like the rest of us and just splurge a little bit? Because like, it's not like I haven't deserved it or any of the rest of the guys who splurge haven't. This guy's worked our entire life to get the NBA. I save most of my money, but yeah, do I have a little money that I like like to have fun with and like enjoy the fruits of my labor? Of course. And like this guy, like is just so like normal. It's nice to kind of see him get out there a little bit. And again, I'm stretching, and he just had some nice clothes on or whatever. But still, like, it's dope. It's dope. And uh, yeah, he's a fucking legend, man. He's the man. Next question for you: You just spent time in Vegas. If you had a bachelor party coming up, would you want to be one of those guys that does it in Vegas? No. No. 
No, so it's not for you. No, I, I'm not a big, bro. I'm not a party guy. I like go out and turn up with my friends like every once in a while, but like I don't like. like I think you're a dinner guy. You yeah, to go to dinner and like you have the drinks at dinner. Yeah, I like the. Cacombo, I mean, how many times do like, when we go to dinner? Am I like let's just go back to my house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like dinner and then like let's just go back to the crib. Like, I, I don't. I'm not like a. Uh, I don't want to be in the club at yeah. 4 a.m. I don't want to be in the club at 3 a.m. No, nothing good happens usually. It's yeah. fucking dangerous. Uh, I went to the Usher concert while we were there for summer league. Um, How was that? Was that that was? It was electrifying. It it was unbelievable. I'm gonna tell you right now. I left the day of. Talk about I left the day of. I left the day of. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was unreal. Don't I actually went with your brother and your sister. Um, it was unreal. This guy went for three hours, barely. I don't think any breaks. He's in his 40s. The dance moves. He's in his prime. The dance moves. Yeah, I knew every song for that long. He's got to be the king of R&B. Like this guy has so many hits for two decades. He's definitely up there. The performance at one time he was on roller skates, and I'm like, this guy's in his 40s on roller skates doing tricks. It was it was crazy, and he did not. I was so nervous. He was, was it packed? Fall. Was it packed? Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's funny because he did like a shout out thing at the end, and Bradley Beal and Fred Van Vliet and I think Contavious Caldwell Pope they were all in the front right there, and he's just shouting people out. He's like, Bradley Beal, thanks for showing up. Blah, blah. Oddly enough, Rich, he goes, Rich Paul, I see you out there. And you got the biggest applause from everyone there. I, it was crazy. I was like, did you just hear that? Rich Paul got like the more than NBA player. So who got it? Who got the and, shout outs? And then Brad? he goes, and then he goes, I see you, Fred. He goes, Fred Flan, Flan Fleet. He like messed up the name. And they put the, and then you see on the big screen, it was Fred Van Vliet like laughing because he like messed up his name. Called him Flan Fleet or something. Flan Fleet is It nuts. was hilarious. But it was, uh, the concert was unbelievable. But before you go, I want to ask you, you went to Wimbledon. I'm a huge tennis fan. Tell me about it. I'm jealous. Make me mad. You know, I was telling somebody it was fun to watch. I've never been to a tennis match, let alone Wimbledon. And you saw Alcaraz. He's like, he's like LeBron. To see the next 20 years was exciting. Because that's what we, essentially we saw. And I was trying to explain this to my fiance. I was like, we're not just watching a great player. Yeah. I was like, you're watching. You're watching like, like third year LeBron, second yeah, year LeBron. You're, you're, we're getting to watch young Federer. We're yeah. watching young Djokovic. Djokovic, by the way, is brilliant. He was unbelievable no, in that match. For um, sure. And um, yeah, it just, it was, and we didn't get to see the Djokovic match because I'd be talking about that too. Uh, but we saw him play against uh, Hunger. Uh, Holger, Holger Rune. Holger, yeah. Who's actually a really good player as well. No, for sure. He's also, I think. He's top five. I yeah, think, he's 20 like, years old too. Yeah, both, I think they're both 20, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was giving them some, some oh, trouble. That, that'll be a rivalry for you. Yeah, he was really good. It just, over time, Alcaraz just wore him down. Um, Alcaraz is just, He's a freak athlete. Yeah, he's just unbelievable, man. Yeah. And it was really on display in the Djokovic match because Djokovic won the first set. And even in the beginning set, he was giving him a little bit of problems. And you could see like Alcaraz was getting frustrated. He kept looking over at his people, like saying stuff. And the way he was able to just to respond and just started wearing him down to where Djokovic was like, fuck, bro. Like Djokovic just hit an amazing hit, an impossible return for most players. And he just, the ball just, he's a ping pong, but he's a backboard, bro. The ball's just coming back. Yeah. And then you add that he has uh, velocity and, and and speed and spin and touch uh, around the ball. It's just, yeah, it's I can't just, wait for Alcaraz's English to get a little better. Then he'll be really like no, a personable. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. once his English grows, he's going to be a global superstar. Yeah, because in his interviews, you could see like everyone in London wanted him to like yeah. say something, and he just you know he's just not there yet. He's still young. He's he's, he's his cultural thing. You know, he's, he, but he's going to get there. You know, he's like ah, you know, he was like rambling on a little bit, but still learning. Um, 
But how classy was Wimbledon? Because I've heard these crazy things like when you're there, like, did you feel out of place at all? The no, 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 no. We got dressed up. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was padded up. I was, I, I, I brought out all the big stuff. I was, I was in there with some nice polo, nice pants, hair gel. You, you know, saw a lot watched. of celebrities there. Yeah, I, we saw a couple people. I didn't talk to any of them. I talked to Jimmy. Yeah. Um, shout out to Big Face. Uh, he was in there representing all of his t-shirts that had Big Face on an aloe yeah. hat. He was branding for sure. <laughs> um, he was actually sitting with Alcaraz's team, which was really dope. Yeah, yeah I seen that they post each other and stuff. Yeah, he's like he was literally sitting with his train. I mean, it was big time. Uh, Does it make you want to play tennis now? Like, are we gonna be able to play? No, my fiance was literally like, I've never been in a tennis. That was one of the most funnest things I've ever watched. She yeah. goes, these guys are incredible athletes. I was like, Audra, I'm trying to tell you, people don't understand it in America until you go watch these guys play and you get an appreciation for how hard they're hitting that fucking ball. Because you don't understand, like, I'll go watch you and my sister play or you and someone play and you're like, oh, these guys are good at tennis because you guys can play a little bit. You guys play tennis. And then you guys go watch these guys play and they're serving 130 miles per hour yeah. and they're returning it with spin and touch and it's the lobs over and the right on the line and the rules, the etiquette, the judge, the way the ball boys and the ball girls are so uh, serious about their job. And like, Adriana's like, you know, my fiance, that is, she's taking all this in. We're taking all this in about like, the the etiquette and prestige of this sport and i think a lot of people shove it off in america because it is an elitist sport you usually do have to have money the stories of like how alcarez and Djokovic and all these guys started like all these guys play tennis in a pool an empty pool so they'd have a backboard to tennis because they didn't have a, a rich country club yeah. to grow up in so a lot it turns a lot of people off same with golf and then you kind of just get past that because you have to if you're going to appreciate a sport and you go watch these guys play and you're like holy shit man it was unbelievable it was one of the most fun sporting events I've ever been to in my entire life. I would love to play tennis with you, by the way. I hope you get into it. I haven't played since I played the coach of the Magic, Jamal Mosley's wife, plays tennis over here at Winter Park Racquet Club. And I played her, you know, about a month ago. And she beat me straight sets. I don't want to tell you the score, but she murdered me. And I haven't, I haven't touched the racket since. It, it, she like just, it's, it was embarrassing. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the one that beats all my friends. But, you know, it's a different level, so... I haven't played since, but I would love to play. We should play sometime. We'll get into it. Uh, all right. Are we good? I think we wrapped up. We talked about everything. We talked about a lot. For, we had a lot. To, I mean, it's been a while. Lot. Yeah, we had a lot to, 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 to digest and, and unload. So we uh, we did that. Hope. Uh, are you going to see the Barbie movie? Have you been able to open up your phone and not run into a Barbie ad? Or? It's kind of getting annoying. And they did a great job marketing it. The marketing is insane. But now we're watching videos about how great they've marketed it. Yeah. I can't get away from it. First, it was just the marketing. Now I can't get away from how well they have marketed. Yeah. They're Airbnb and they have this and they have commercial. And they have, I'm just like, bro, it's, I get it, man. They've, they've, and the reviews of the movie itself are like average. Are they? They are. It's just crazy. Like there's a Barbie, there's like a Barbie Air Force One. You can, you can put that on and go get your Barbie uh, Chalupa from Taco Bell. I'm just like, dude, enough. Like yeah, it's, it's everywhere. It's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. I mean, I listen, if I had a movie, I hope that guy does, I hope he markets mine. I mean, you're going to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You go from like a star to like global, very, I mean, it's all over in, in Europe, bro. There's Barbie yeah. things everywhere. Everywhere. People having Barbie themed parties. They haven't even seen the movie. Like it's just crazy. It is an iconic. It's Barbie though. If people are doing Barbie themed parties and you haven't seen the movie yet, like what if you see the movie and you don't like it? You just you just like are Barbied out already. And it's the actors. Like Ryan Gosling is like a stud. Mar Margot Margot Robbie's, Robbie's fucking gorgeous. She's all right. Yeah, she's cool. Man, get out of here. No, she's obviously. What are we doing? She's not like my celebrity go to, but she's. Who would be your celebrity go to? Um, out of curiosity, do a leap. I mean, it's not a bad pick. She's That's a great, great pick. No, I don't know. That's just something that came to the top of my mind. Jack Harlow? You, that didn't work out for me either. <laughs> a 
Am I allowed to ask who yours is? But, uh, no, we can't even touch that. No, we can't do that. All right. Well, uh, see, <laughs> see you next week. All right, man. Uh, this has been a blast. I appreciate everybody always who tunes in. Make sure you guys subscribe and continue to watch, continue to listen. Um, glad to be back. We're going to have these rolling out now. We'll be back next week with another episode. Y'all have a safe weekend. Be easy. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more.